a better Nigeria? Is it a myth or do we keep hoping? Nigeria is a highly religious country. How come corruption thrives? Why is adoption not encouraged in Nigeria? Is there a future for the Nigerian youth? Being rich and famous, is that the only drive to be an artist? What makes a great nation? Is it the leaders? What about the people? This is Answers with Dr. Reggie. Hi, my name is Obi and this is Answers with Dr. Reggie. Thank you guys for coming around. Thank you, Dr. Reggie. Thank you, Obi. And Matthew, nice to have you here. Thank you, Obi. And Isaac. Thank you, Obi. Always, always, always wonderful having this wonderful team right here in the studio. All right. We talked about education and we talked about the media and its role in education. Yeah. We said that media really has a very potent force in society. And the media really should be about structuring society in such a way that it can get better. Absolutely. All right. So we want to continue in that same line of thought. I just yeah. remembered a song that used to play in those days. Andrew, no check out. Oh. Mm-hmm. Say what, you know? Because now, you know, when I see friends of mine, colleagues of mine trying to run out, that's what I call it. I'll say, ah, yeah, become Andrew. Mm. You know, that's just, that just sort of... Do you know Andrew? Many people didn't even see that jingle. Mm-hmm. Andrew checking out was a jingle. Mm. Enabele Elebowa was one who acted Andrew in that jingle. Yeah. Right? It became something that when you say you are Andrew, <laughs> is somebody who wants to run away. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a time we were battling with brain drain, mm. right? And the Ministry of Information came up with okay. this jingle. I thought it was a song. No! <laughs> okay. It came out in the 70s. Yeah. We were battling brain drain, right? And the, the, I, I still remember the, you know, that video clip every time exactly. on TV. The guy carried his bag, his ba- hung his jacket. Mm-hmm. I'm checking out, man. <laughs> that was Andrew. Hi. And then years later was when they did the song, Andrew, no, no check. It's, yeah. all, it's been there. Maybe that woman didn't even hear about it. Maybe he didn't even see it. You see, that is the power of the media. It just stamp it on your mind. It becomes a language you speak. It's not, this is, when you hear that kind of music and say, this is what they want. You know, the guy is a hireling. He wants money. He's not, he's not, he's not interested in music. So now we talked a little bit about the kids and what to watch and all those things. Yeah. I was in a school today, mm. my alma mater, and we took the 10 best, 10 best students and gave them an essay. What we wanted to write on was the topic, diversifying the economy, um, the road away from oil. Okay. So wonderful. we took the 10 best out of a set of maybe 500 students mm. and I, you know, I, I was now reading what, what they wrote. You know, some of them were really making sense. Some of them were making absolutely no sense, you know? Yeah, but then I now, it, it looked like it was a difficult thing for them to write. But I said, no, at this moment, they should have had lots of ideas. Exactly. Now, but they could only have ideas if there is media uh, tailored, a, you know? That's question I want to ask. Where are you picking them from? Do they know about oil? Now, that's the question yeah. because... If we really want to start create this culture we need, we need to be able to break things down to the level. We need to be able to find information yeah. that is tailored to them. Yeah. Find media that creates this culture tailored to different, you know, age ranges and different mental capacities. Yeah. You, you know, you know, again, let me go back to where this whole thing it has really affected us. There's no more family time before TV. 
how many families now that will watch TV together? In the mm. days of dual view, everybody has their own remote control. Mm. So there is no time to debrief. There's no time to educate the child where mm -hmm. we are watching this. This mm -hmm. is what this means. Mm -hmm. I used to say that when you watch movies with kids, and maybe it gets to a place that's an adult scene, don't switch it off. That's when you arouse their curiosity. You have to explain it. You see, education, like we said, we're talking about civic education. It's not something you, you go to class to do. It's something that happens in the normal course of life and living. You know, so but we don't have that cohesion again where families sit because oil might not be in the curriculum. Exactly. The way moment, yes. you are now tasking them mm -hmm. to write a composition mm -hmm. on life beyond oil. They can't conceptualize the whole thing about oil, the position of oil in our society, how oil is the mainstay. Do they know the percentage of, you know, the revenue from oil that contributes to national revenue and all those? And then if they remove that, if they don't have that whole picture, to write an essay is to challenge a dog to roar. <laughs> but how many adults, right? Can That's what I want to say because I've taught a master's class. Yeah. And I asked them to tell me the GDP of Nigeria. They didn't know. You see, the, the point is this. Honestly, it's very easy to say oh, they didn't know. But what they taught. There's something that I said here, and maybe one of the episodes here, that stocks in the West is not something you go learn in school from a kid you've been taught how to invest in stocks it starts from the culture of savings mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so for somebody to be watching tv and he's in dow jones footsie and all those kind of things for us it might be magic <laughs> but for them right even an illiterate or a poorly educated understands it because it's part of life it's like a piggy bank it's like you know so yeah. it's it's very easy mm -hmm. but you see we don't talk about these things and i've said that especially when it is government government is out to make sure you don't know so much so that you can challenge them media mm -hmm. is the other arm that breaks those things down mm -hmm. yeah. to educate the public but media too come they just parrot what the government is saying do you know maybe you've not noticed the culture in nigeria of abbreviations of like TSA mm. a lot of people have had TSA for months they have not asked what is TSA they don't know the meaning everything is just an abbreviation here is just an acronym 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 we talk in acronyms mm. we should learn to educate Somebody is interviewing somebody and then this TSA with, has to do with the CPT and has to do with the BBA. And, and you know, it goes like that. It's just gibberish. Because the guy on TV doesn't know that I'm supposed to be educating people there. You just go on with acronyms, with abbreviations, with all these kind of things. And you just sleep. And because I'm black and proud, right? The black man is very proud. He won't ask. He won't want to show that he doesn't know. So to begin to say TSA, where he's saying all the wrong things. That TSA is the first bank. So this is the problem. And you know that there is no invention on earth that you've seen. It starts with a stupid question. So if you hear TSA, I'm, I'm, ad, 
I'm, I'm encouraging people out there. If you hear something from somebody and you don't understand, please ask, what is this DSA? What does it really mean? How is he helping us? Well, um, <laughs> you know, now that you have mentioned this, I was earlier going to ask you a question about diversification. Okay, of the economy and those kind of exactly. Things. <laughs> what role does the media, you know, play there? Because we know we have to diversify, right? The major mm. challenge right now is the naira is really weak, mm. and we need to give it strength. And we're not getting ideas on how to really make the naira strong. Mm. And we're not even hearing anything from the media, because if I put you know, the presidential campaigns going on in the U.S. right now, the recurrent question you always in every, you know, debate is how are you going to help, you know, boost economic growth? Yeah. And you hear very intelligent, you know, responses and you get a hang of what, you know, this is going to entail. But here, we've been talking about diversification. Let's help strengthen the Naira. Nothing really has been said on you know in very clear terms how we are going to break this thing down so how can the media now help yeah. nigerians understand right mm. that this is the direction we are moving to, <laughs> you and, know, uh, and then these are the things we need to do to get there as you're asking your question i was thinking to myself that when you're asking how should the media help and it just struck me that this is media Right? Exactly. This is media. So what should we be telling people? Exactly. Right? You see, one thing like I've said here is that the mainstream media, okay, let's put it that way. The mainstream media, they have totally forgotten. They are just doing reportage, right? They're just reporting. They bring experts sometimes, mm. you know, and the expert comes, maybe has beef with the government. <laughs> he he analyzes. No, exactly. He analyzes from yes. that standpoint. Mm -hmm. Hardly will you find any form of objectivity. Hmm. But honestly, when it has to do with economic matters, it has to be so simple. Yeah. It must be very, very simple. You see, what Nigeria needs to do is to look back. That was the time things worked. Right? It's as if this nation had no life before oil. Hmm. It's as if we were born with oil. There was a time in this country where there was no oil. Yeah. And the things we, we had before oil, they are still needed. They are still useful, right? And they are still there. It's just that they are neglected. If you are an import-oriented economy, your, naira, your currency is weak, right? Mm -hmm. It's not simple like that. Mm -hmm. If you are an export-oriented economy, your currency is strong. It's simple. But we are, we are, we are basically a consuming kind of nation you know we're just consuming but you see sometimes we say that even with a high level of emotion somebody will tell me don't patronize ba patronize arik i said what if arik is not going to where i'm going how many routes does arik ply out of this country they go to joburg they go to london okay. they go to new york that's all if i'm going to america and i'm going to seattle they can't help me <laughs> you know, so it's not that it's not something that's based on sentiment, yeah. right? But you see, what can the young man do? What can the young girl do in that little? You know, because we talk of the big things, mm. 
No, if we say look inward, and you say that, and you don't mention the environment where you want to look inward, you are not being sincere, right? You know, and like we were saying, you know, in African proverb that the fish start getting rotten from the head. From the head, mm-hmm. you know. So there, there, there is. Let us first of all see some, some, some level of sincerity. Mm-hmm. Let somebody live some exemplary life. If we are still seeing medical missions, I mean, medical trips abroad, if we are still seeing all those kind of things, it's a medical mission. Yeah, if we are still seeing medical, medical tourism. And, you know, because a doctor told me this week, you know, that the, the, you know, the medication, the, the medicine that they use in Togo or Sierra Leone is of a higher quality. Same company. Same company. But here that the managing director of this, I mean, the chief executives and the big shots in this, in this pharmaceutical company, they don't use what they sell. They don't use what they sell to us. They sell to Nigerian substandard, substandard quality medicine. That what they get in Sierra Leone and Togo and those kind of places is high quality. But here is just because this is a dumping ground. So, you see, a lot, we cannot run away from it that a lot still lies on the government. We can't just quickly run away from government and begin to focus on what we can do. The government still need to come sincere and give that enabling environment. Show concern for people. Show concern for people. Enable, you know, release. Show protection. You know, so those are the kind of, if I know my government fights for me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, the, the media comes in mm-hmm. to make such demands. So it, it's post-oil. Yeah. We know, but the government has a lot of things to do. Dr. Reg, as you're talking, um, it really just struck me that we talk about media and we actually find that they all do the same thing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. does music and then news time mm-hmm. and then a few programs mm-hmm. and all that. But yeah. Um, for instance, every morning I wake up and I take a walk and, um, sometimes on the walk, I'm just listening to podcasts from Stanford mm-hmm. and all those they talk about is innovation, yeah. startup, you know, things that have to do generally with, um, science, technology and business. Now that's media coming out from university. And I just remembered, well, we have a radio station coming out from a university, yeah. right? And then what's the content? What's the content? That's it. Wouldn't they, isn't it time for people to get into media with highly differentiated content, maybe focusing on some of the things we know we need in our country, yeah. right? Giving more time to innovation, giving yeah, more time yeah. to if, business that, people, that you know? station itself is highly innovative. Mm-hmm. It's an innovation in itself. So they can begin to tell their own story, how they're able to get here and all those kind of So it's, you know, but you see, when you... Look at where you said you listen to radio, I mean, podcasts from Stanford and other kind of places. The environment helps. The environment challenges, right? It challenges. I remember a friend of mine in Lagos who started the sports bar, you know, and one afternoon like that, the guy wanted to do something and he said, and there was no power. I said, look at it. My brain is working. I really want to work. Yeah right now but uh, you see those things individuals can bring power all this solar panel and and all those kind of things look at what happened in egypt egypt is releasing the biggest solar powered 
kind of thing yeah. that is so massive that they can see it from space now. Right? It's it's huge. And I said, this is Africa. TIA, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> this is Africa. You know? But what's going on here? Talk. Right? Yeah. Somebody said we are still in a blamocracy. Mm. You know, they're just blaming, blaming, blaming. Nigeria used to be a pariah state before we took over. Nigeria. Now, they will say this thing for four years. Mm -hmm. And everybody is still talking about all these kind of things. And, and you are know, Nigerians, we don't. So, honestly, it is both and not either or. If I'm going to be innovative, I need a good environment. Right? Right? Mm. The environment must challenge me to be innovative. It must challenge me. So, but right now, it's not there. Mm. It's not really there. Somebody has to really find. People need to be able to hold their own, be able to do all this kind of thing. But honestly, it's tough. It's not impossible, but it's tough. Yeah. We have to be realistic. It is tough. Mm. All right, Matthew. He ended off, well, I don't know whether it was a high or low note, <laughs> but really need to hear from you, Dr. Reju, you know, showing us practical examples of how media has really promoted good and also how it has promoted bad, whether intentionally, mm -hmm. unintentionally. Or subtly or explicitly yeah. in any way, yeah. You, you know, again, maybe I'll go to my, my upbringing. Most of the media we consumed growing up promoted education, the value of education. You know, you, you listen to music, you listen to folk songs, you listen to um, maybe jingles. And they tell you the value that, you know, that you need to go to school, right? You need to get educated. It promoted good morals and all those kind of things. And that, 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 that created an atmosphere where even if the parents are stark illiterate, they want their kids to go to school. That media helped that. Again, now there's a particular area of Lagos, you know, where I grew up in Lagos, you know, that around Yaba, you know, up to this kind of area, it's a whole, for those who live in Lagos, you know where, where I'm talking about. Even years after Fela died, right? That place is still noted for a lot of crime. Noted for a lot of crime. Now, because we said it is not that people want to promote crime. Fela was a consummate musician. I believe the best that has ever come out of Africa. You know, I mentor musicians and my dream is for musicians to be able to come to a point where they can create their own musical genre. Fela is the one that's only been able to do that. As far as I'm concerned, but you know his lifestyle. So people consume more of his lifestyle mm -hmm. than his music, because it gets to a point where his both his music and his lifestyle, right, sort of fuse together. You can't listen to Afro music; you need to carry jumbo. Okay, don't let me use. Uh, <laughs> you know, you need to carry jumbo. You know, so that that. That promoted, and you know, once Jumbo comes into it, 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 it gives birth to other kind of nefarious mm. activities. Up till, even when Shrine moved, you know, to maybe a gig area in Lagos and all those kind of things, 
that area in fact I, I think the land belongs to their family because even the school that's on that land now is named after their family you know that area you know i know in, you know has a particular mission in lagos that they reach out to drug addicts and things like that they are very active in that area the 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 drug culture in that zone is still there so that 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 tells you the power of the arts the power of media right you know either through music either through you know true 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 literature and all those kind of things it leaves something in its wake it shapes culture that area is known for it nobody will you tell somebody you want to go and rent a house and they want you do you know what you are? you know so up till now up till now and it's the same positively for those who you know who promote i mean if you want to talk about motivation today you don't want to go for a motivational kind of seminar maybe you want to just just listen to the story of cobams right you it pulls the carpet off your feet there's no reason for anybody to fail right again another wonderful musician has come out of nigeria you know and he has he's not his music is is not vulgar he's not he 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 you know he obeys all the the, the principles of good creative music gives good places good value high value on creativity you know so those are the kind of things it it you know somebody who really wants to affect life will be looking up to that kind of person a musician out there he gives you a call that i want to be in my session may you run you go by a night bus <laughs> you know so that, that that's the way and you know today the opportunities are there because you can't say that you don't have money to buy newspapers. Many of them are free online. You can read it. So there is, there is, there is opportunity for you to get informed. You know, information is so cheap now. It's very, very cheap. You know, there is nothing you are looking for. Just Google it, right? And it's, and it's there. You want to write a feasibility report. You can get a template online. You can, you know, so it's, but I think what the way society is right now is that it's just giving everybody opportunity. If things don't happen for you the way you want, it's because you don't want to work hard. You, you, you don't want to explore. So there are a lot of instances where media has actually shaped negatively or shaped positively. You know, it, it's, it's, you know it, it's really there. there. There are lives that, that gives you a lot of sad memories if you look at lives of maybe someone like Michael Jackson, who... For those of us that were young and listening to Jackson Five and and see how the guy ended and all those kind of things, it's uh, you know it brings very very terrible memories. The kind of quality of life that someone like Sonia Day would live and is still alive and is still playing mm. at his age. What kind of health program is he on that the guy can still play? You know, so there are a lot of these are icons, right? They are icons. You know, we read about one, you know acting one actor jabadu that passed on it was basi okon in village headmaster in those days yeah. he died at 83 i remember i went to see his first movie busy daughter of the river yeah. yeah that was in the in the in the 70s busy daughter of the river those are those are movies in celluloid they yeah. know that happened yeah. in those days those, 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 those are the kind of because if you you know everybody wants to go home you know, Village Headmaster wasn't just a TV series. 
it was a family time yeah. it was family time hmm. you know so but those things are gone <laughs> when you talk about how media creates culture and i remember a long long time ago how Okay, there used to be um, yeah, there used to be the Huxtables. Yeah, Although I know you have some qualms with that, mm. but at the time it was looked at as this wholesome family drama. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it was on the, on, the, on the top of the charts for very long. Yeah. Do you know what replaced it on the top of the charts? The mm. Simpsons, hmm. Hmm. which was diametrically opposite. 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 Yeah. And as soon as it came out, it started topping the charts. Yeah. So it's a question now that of. Were they just feeding, you know, from what people wanted? No. Or because would you be able to say that they had created you know, that kind of culture? You know, you already said that I have qualms with the Huxtable <laughs> because it's subtle. Hmm. It's subtle, and the effect is still there today. You know, the Huxtables. You say it's a perfect family, but no, it wasn't a perfect family. They are trying to tell you what a perfect family should look like. Right? Mm -hmm. The husband in that family is a medical doctor who is a jester. <laughs> is the guy who will encourage the daughter to cheat in the homework. Is the wife that's called that will come and rebuke him. Huh. You know, those things were subtle. Most of the series in those days, they had irresponsible husbands. Huh. Right? Mm -hmm. And that thing affected society most of them don't talk about their dad is that my mom or my, or my grandmom the men were absent the men, and those kind of movies promoted it i lost a friend in the uk you know how he died the first son stabbed him to death the first son he's in the newspapers in nigeria here because they're nigerians hmm. 20 year old son knifed the guy to death i don't know the story yet you know but you see, those are the kind of things, those kind of movies weaken the position of the father. It rendered them irresponsible. And with that, we say thank you so much, Dr. Reggio. You've always been awesome. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Isaac. It's been wonderful having you guys in the studio. Till next Friday, thank you and have a nice evening.